Hello, everyone, and welcome to Consumer Watchdog's Rage for Justice Report, our conversation about the current issues we're exposing, confronting, and changing. I'm your host, Carmen Balber, Executive Director of Consumer Watchdog, and with me this week again is Harvey Rosenfield, Consumer Watchdog's uh, resident insurance expert, founder, and the author, of course, of Insurance Reform Proposition 103. Hey, Harvey. Hey, Carmen. Good to, good to talk to you. Um, Harvey's on this week because we did a big analysis uh, that we just released of the auto insurance market. Um, because, of course, we are just emerging uh, from a year and a half of pandemic. Uh, people's lives are starting to inch back towards normal. Um, but we spent the last year and a half with the vast majority of the state of California sheltering in place. Our cars were uh, idled in our driveways, um, accidents were reduced, yet we were still paying huge amounts of money in insurance premiums. So we thought, just how much money did the insurance industry make off the pandemic? Um, and according to the analysis that we put out yesterday, in 2020 alone, uh, the insurance industry overcharged California drivers five and a half billion dollars. That's billion dollars with a B. Uh, so, uh, so you know, what's your first reaction, Harvey? What did you think when we finally got that number? Uh, I thought of all that money that belongs in people's pockets <laughs> sitting in the bank vaults of the insurance companies. It reminded me of the good old days back when the voters uh, uh, passed Proposition 103 over the objections of the insurance industry and over uh, against $80 million uh, uh, spent against us uh, by the insurance industry against Prop 103. And I thought of how the companies had pocketed so much money over the years prior to that then. And uh, one of the things that the voters did was mandate, the, mandate that the companies roll back their rates and refund uh, overcharges. And that's exactly what happened. So that's it reminded me of... of uh, 33 years ago, and, and not with a great deal of surprise, but um, it's still a startling number, right? $5.5 billion. Well, it's a, it's a dramatic measure of just how profitable the pandemic was uh, for auto insurance companies. I mean, here in California, we've got uh, more authority than most states uh, to regulate insurance rates, and still we were overcharged by such a large amount of money. Um, so, so let me uh, step back and just tell folks that you know the way we got to that number was just by looking at the loss ratios uh, that the insurance companies report to the State Department of Insurance and the National Association of Insurance Commissioners. So this is the insurance industry's own numbers that said the amount of money that they paid out in claims for every premium dollar dropped by 11%, and the difference... Uh, between you know what they paid in 2020 and what they paid in prior years is how we got that five and a half billion dollars, um, and you know maybe uh, maybe Harvey the other thing we should talk about is that that's only for 2020, right? Uh, we all know that for the first six months of the year we were largely in the same situation we were in all of last year, right? That's that's exactly right. So we've got we've got this ex ex astounding amount of overcharges for 2020. And you, we have to assume that we have an equally astounding uh, amount of overcharges in 2021. Now, we all recognize that uh, for some pe some people, uh, unfortunately, had no choice but to continue working, continue driving all of 2020, never mind 2021. 
But the vast majority of Californians were in a position where they were using their cars a lot less. And in fact, you know, people refer to this as the new normal. We People were no longer commuting. They were working from home. Uh, uh, some people lost their jobs during the economic uh, uh, impact of the pandemic. And the idea that um, the companies uh, sh- should have given the money back. Well, you know, we should talk about first to, to begin with Commissioner Lara, state's uh, insurance elected insurance commissioner, Ricardo Lara, told them on four separate occasions to give us the money back, right? Right. And that, I think that might be exactly the question that's percolating in folks' minds. Um, a lot of people in California who uh, have automobile insurance might be thinking, oh, you know what? I did get a little check back from my insurance company. Um, and we know the insurance industry is out there uh, protesting. Uh, oh, no, no, no. We returned money to, to, to drivers last year. So um, let's lay out, lay out the numbers there. We did an analysis of uh, the insurance industry's reports to the insurance commissioner. Um, and they returned about $1.9 billion in 2020. Now let's compare that to the five and a half billion minimum uh, we know they overcharged uh, consumers. Not even half of the money went back into our pocketbooks. Uh, Carmen, let me do a little history lesson for our listeners on Proposition 103. Um, One of the things that Prop 103 does is require insurance companies to open up their books and justify their rates when they request a change, whether it goes up or down, they have to show the insurance commissioner and the public that their, that their proposed rates are fair. And they have to comply with a formula that actually determines, it looks at their, it looks at their profits, it looks at their expenses, it looks at their losses and how much they pay out in claims. And the formula determines what a fair rate of return would be. And, and so in this situation, we went back and, and reviewed our actuary, Alan Schwartz, reviewed uh, the 2020 um, numbers, the, the data that the insurance industry just turned over to various uh, state and federal agencies. And uh, we looked at that, and we found that the insurance companies in 2020, uh, by overcharging us $5.5 billion, actually got twice the profitability that they would be entitled to under the under Proposition 103's formula for the regulation of rates. That, in other words, their by their retu- their return on net worth was twice uh, what it should have been, and that is another reason why I'm sure Insurance Commissioner Lara uh, has told them on four separate occasions to please voluntarily refund the money that. that they have been illegally keeping. Well, and that, I think, brings us to the most important point that, you know, the insurance commissioner has asked nicely. And asking nicely hasn't worked because there are still billions of dollars in insurance companies' war chests that should be returned to Californians. And so the next step is the insurance commissioner ordering those refunds, moving from the voluntary ask to the mandate that insurance companies return what they owe. But I know that the insurance industry's response to this report of ours was that, oh, no, the insurance commissioner can't order refunds. Um, and uh, Harvey, I know you're, you're uh, in the midst of uh, that dispute. So um, maybe you can set the record straight on that front, too. Yeah. So, you know, back, back when the voters passed Proposition 103, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the, the voters 
mandated that the insurance companies roll back their rates by 20% and pay refunds. And, of course, the insurance companies sued to, to challenge that part of the law in court. And the state Supreme Court on two separate occasions upheld the responsibility of insurance companies to keep their rates fair at all times and upheld the order that they refund money back to consumers for the overcharges. So, yeah, there. I mean, not that not that a Supreme Court decision is uh, respected by the lawyers for the insurance companies here in California. They just keep challenging uh, Proposition 103 again and again. But uh, and we are, in fact, litigating this question with State Farm because uh, the insurance commissioner ordered them to uh, stop overcharging people back in 2015 on homeowners insurance. And they have they brought a challenge to that, which is still working its way through the courts. But as I say, our state Supreme Court, which has the final word on this, has uh, upheld refunds. Uh, and and we believe uh, with very uh, great deal of confidence that the insurance companies will not be allowed to retain five point five billion dollars in overcharges. Uh, minus, of course, whatever they have paid back already, which is, you mentioned earlier, Carmen, it's kind of hard to figure out what they've repaid, but we know that they have refunded only a, a, a small portion of the $5.5 billion. I mean, in the sort of rough estimate of what they owe us right now, for 2020 alone, it'd be about $3.6 billion. And so we, the, the, the point here is, what will the insurance commissioner do? It, he's asked, as you said, he, he's asked them nicely, politely four times the most recently telling them all to repay everything uh by uh april of 2021 and they haven't done that and so the it's it's going to be the commissioner's move now he has a not just a um uh uh not just an a well he has a responsibility to the to the public and it's a legal responsibility a duty to to go back and make sure those refunds are paid to every motorist who was overcharged in 2020 and in 2021. And so the question will be, uh, because the ball's really in his court now, uh, will he do that? And I think he, from from everything you can see from the press releases, it looks to me like he wants to get people's money back. But he's he can't ask nicely anymore. Now him and his agency, the uh, staff of the Department of Insurance, have to come up with a way to give people their money, get people their money back. Well, and um, I think the evidence uh, from a layperson's perspective uh, that the commissioner has not only the authority but the responsibility to order these refunds comes from the very fact that the auto insurance companies have uh, even refunded as much as they have already in California, which if we're being uh, looking at this from a 10,000-foot perspective, insurance companies in California have returned a lot more in California than they have in other states. And I think that is the evidence from the insurance industry's point of view that, oh, the commissioner can come back in, can come in and order us to refund this money. Let's trickle out some refunds in the hopes that he doesn't make us open the books and return the whole shebang. That's a really good point, Carmen. Exactly. That the law in California is so strong that the companies voluntarily gave back, uh, uh, you know, around... Uh, well, like 1.9 billion. No doubt, as you say, hoping that they that he would leave them alone on the rest of the 3.6 billion that they didn't give back. And I don't think he will. And like I said, he has a legal obligation, not just the authority 
which has been upheld by the state Supreme Court, but the legal obligation to get that money back into people's pockets. And I'm sure, I'm sure the companies are going to have to be dragged kicking and screaming. But compared to the rest of the country, we're already doing better than the massive pandemic heist committed by the national insurance industry in the cover of the pandemic. Absolutely. Well, uh, now the ball is in the insurance commissioner's court. We are eagerly looking forward to seeing how he intends to get the rest of those billions back in consumers' pockets. Uh, thanks so much for walking through all of this with us, Harvey. Really good. Carmen, it's always a pleasure. And thanks, of course, to all our listeners for tuning in now and, and every week. Please subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, everywhere you get your podcasts. I'm Carmen Balber, and this has been the Rage for Justice Report. 